When creating an exit strategy, business owners can't just account for the health of their books. They also must consider the health of their brand. Financials say a lot about an organization, but public awareness can mean the difference for a company that sells and a company that sits. I've known the talented PR team at HKA for many years, and I've seen firsthand how marketplace visibility equals marketplace value. If your brand needs a boost, contact the marketing communications experts at HKA by calling 714-426-0444 or visit them online at www.hkamarcom.com. Hi, this is Bill Black from the Exacoach Radio Show. Last year, a business owner friend of mine died suddenly and tragically, and his family was unprepared. In his honor, I'm giving away 1,000 of my ebooks entitled Business Continuity Five Steps to Protect Your Family Free. All you have to do is text the word family to 44222. That's family to 44222. Don't let your family be the victim of an unplanned business. Text family to 44222 for this free information today. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for listening today. I have a fantastic guest ahead of us. Uh, she is Diane Conklin with Complete Marketing Systems in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And uh, Diane, you know, her the title, Complete Marketing Systems, it really describes what she does. She helps people use direct response marketing so you never waste another marketing dollar. And we're going to talk about turning your knowledge into profits. And a lot of our listeners, a lot of you out there are thinking, you know, I've learned a thing or two over the years and I'd love to be able to turn that into a business of some kind or make some money. I think it's valuable information. How do I do that? So we're going to talk to Diane about that right now. How, how are you today, Diane? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you coming online yeah. with us. Absolutely. And, Thanks for having me. It's always a, uh, an honor and a pleasure to uh, to uh, be asked to speak to somebody else's group. So thank you. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. I'm, uh, you know, our audience is age 50 plus business owners, and a lot of them are at that stage of life where they're thinking, how do I turn my knowledge into profits? So let's get into that in a second. But first, tell us a little bit more about Complete Marketing Systems, how you started it, and what you do for folks. <laughs> well, I've been around for a long time because I fit into that 50-plus uh, business owner thing now. So um, I got started actually <clears throat> very interestingly enough. I, I grew up on a 75-acre farm, and so I always had this. My dad was one of those guys who was always trying new things, and so I sort of grew up with that. And, and I have a master's degree in exercise science and was working in the industry, and there was always this sort of want for something more, and uh, I didn't exactly know what it was and, and uh, got exposed to a – a, a mentor and a, and a and a direct response marketing guy, and went to work for him actually for a year for no pay to really learn about the business and and uh, all of that. And um, from there, you know, just decided at some point it was time for me to break out and and do my own thing. And so, um, you know, I have, a, I have a, a sticky note on my on the hutch of my desk that says "Make a living while making a difference," and that's really who I'm who I am and what I'm about. I love to teach and coach and 
and uh, help people build their businesses and take their business to the next level. And so marketing, you know, something, so many people think of marketing as, you know, this thing that we do to make a sale or this thing that we do. To me, marketing is really everything you do in your business. And so people often say to me, gosh, you do a lot of things. Well, marketing encompasses a lot of things if, if you're going to build your business and take it to the next level. So uh, we really specialize in exactly that, helping people implement and execute and do whatever they need to do in their business. And that could be a lot of different things from a business perspective um, and a strategic perspective to be able to move to wherever the next level is for them. And the list has gotten longer over the last several years with all the new social media and technology platforms. And uh, I, I would imagine the the list has probably at least doubled, maybe tripled in size as, as the number of ways you can market. And a lot of people are concerned with questions like, well, does Facebook really work? Does Twitter really work? Does any of the social media work? Does direct mail work? I mean, I just actually had a conversation the other day, uh, a group of business owners, and they had a whole list of ways to market everything from knocking on doors in a neighborhood and leaving door hangers to direct mail to and, and obviously, you'd love to do them all, but there's just not enough budget to market. So, so how do you uh, approach that with somebody in, who is, is saying, I know there's a lot of ways to go. What's best for me? Where does it start? Well, and that's the key, right, is what's best for them. So, so many people want, want this blanket, what do I do in my marketing? Well, it's not a blanket question. It is a blanket question, but there's never a blanket answer because it has to do with, Who's your target? You know, where, and, I, and I mean like specifically re really narrowly focusing in on who they are because the more we know about your ideal market, the more we know about the person that you want to work with, then the easier it is to go find them because we know where they hang out. We know if there are clubs or associations that we can go to. We know if we can go get mailing lists. We know if a Facebook ad can be targeted specifically to that group because we can go into Facebook and do the research now. Um, so that's really the key is who are they? And when you can focus in and tell me who that is and we can ask questions to get to that point so that we have it narrowed down to not, well, it's women. Okay, well, we can find right. women, <laughs> right. but right. that's still a really broad, broad area, right? It's a it's a 40 to 52-year-old woman who makes $125,000 a year. She's owned her own business for 3.2 years. She's married with 2.3 children. I'm never sure where the point three comes in on a child, so don't ask me that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? She lives in the suburbs. She um, she reads Architectural Digest. Whatever the things are that we can know about her, then we can go out and, and not only find her, Bill, but more importantly, we can talk directly to her. Because the, the thing that we want in our marketing is one of two things. We want somebody to say, ah, this is for me, or even better, she's talking to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's how and, you and make the decision about what you do. I'm sorry. So a, a long, the longer the list, the better. Uh, the more specific, the better. Uh, th then it starts to come into focus, right? Yeah, the more specific. It doesn't always have to be long, right? You could say it's a, it's a professional NFL football player between the ages of 20 and 22. That's a pretty short demographic, 
and probably a pretty small list, but we can go find them and we know how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So being very, very clear about your target to start with. And some businesses, of course, have multiple targets and, and should their messaging uh, take that into account? Let's say it's a retail, uh, a mom and pop um, clothing retailer that has clothes for women uh, and young girls and teenagers, then they have three messages. Uh, first of all, while well, the children is probably to the parents, uh, message to the parents, the but the teenagers is certainly different messaging to, than to the women's clothing, right? Absolutely, right? You hit the nail on the head, and so many people don't understand this point, right? We talked to mom about her fashion and her clothing and what she wants in a way that resonates with her. We're also going to talk to mom about the kids' clothing, but we're going to do it separately because if we talk to her about too many things, a confused mind doesn't buy right? Mm-hmm. And realistically, I mean, teenagers have some money, but we're probably also going to let mom know that we have that too, right? We could certainly do one message, which would be a one-stop shop kind of thing. Like you could come here and get all your things done. But yeah, see, the, the, the mom who's going to shop there, it would even be if you're really getting into some really great marketing and doing some real segmentation with your list, would be a different message to her then maybe we would send to a single woman who we also is a client and is a target. We just talk to them about 20% differently than we would the mom that we want to bring in her teen and her small child. Well, and and I guess there even the number of kids that are on the Internet these days, you'd probably have uh, – you know, a message for the kids that says these are the most fashionable shoes you can buy, and one to the, to the moms that say these don't wear out nearly as often, you know, as much as the other brand. Yeah, exactly. So. We would probably email the mom or send her a message in the mail. We would text message the teenager. So, does all is all this to say that we're in the age of instead of broadcasting, kind of narrow casting, we have so many ways to reach people via things like you talked about, like social media and texting and emailing and direct mail. And uh, we, we really have to be careful about um, what, how we're messaging and how we're delivering the message. And it's not all about, not necessarily all about product anymore. It's about building friendships and loyal customers and that type of thing. It's, it's gotten very confusing, hasn't it? You can let it get confusing. I'm, I'm, I'm the, the, the simplify it down. What are the three most important things we're trying to do here, right? I'm the, I'm the girl that says let's look at what the result is that we want and let's backward plan it so that we know exactly what we want to do, right? So I don't think it's as confusing as sometimes we want to make it, um, because yeah, it is the if, if you had to come down to one thing, it's about the relationship piece. It's about how do I get how do I how do I get this person? How do I make them say this is for me so that they come in the first time or they make the initial purchase or or they raise their hand and say, "Yes, I'm interested." And then what are the things that I can do to 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 build the relationship, to stay in touch with them, to keep touching them, to keep their interest so that they now become that loyal, raving fan who never goes to another retail clothing store but always comes to me for the things that I offer. Right, That's right. That's marketing, and that, too. 
Well, that's an art too, because I, I know a lot of business owners I talk to, and again, in the age 50 plus market, they're saying, I just wish we just had the days when you put your yellow pages hat in and you were done, you know? Uh, well, and now there's all yeah, but mm-hmm. the, the problem with that is yellow pages was really expensive and it was a, it was it's an everybody method of going out to try to get clients. Yeah, that's right. As yeah. opposed yeah. to now, we really do have some really specific ways to target people, so there can be a lot less waste in today's market than ever before. That makes sense. There's a, there are a lot of opportunities. So let's talk about um, turning your knowledge into profits. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, the great thing is is that so many times, I think especially people who are in that 50 range who are starting to say, gosh, I've had this career and this is great, but, you know, I want something else or I want to do my own thing. They struggle with, should I go buy a franchise? Should I start my own XYZ, you know, what I call brick-and-mortar business? Here's the great news. If you're 50 years old, (laughs) you have enough knowledge and expertise. You've done something long enough that although you may not consider yourself an expert, you have knowledge in it, which means if you know at least 10% more than somebody else, you're an expert to them. So it's, it's very simple. And I don't care if it's, you know, I cleaned homes for a living or I was an engineer or I was a developer or I worked in retail or I was corporate. It doesn't matter what it is. You have life experiences that other people want to learn from. So you don't. the great news is you don't have to go back to school. You don't have to get another degree. You don't have to go do a bunch of study. You take that stuff you already have in your head and you turn it into a booklet, a CD, a, a how-to kind of thing, and other people will now say, hey, I want that. How do I get that? And they'll pay you for that in a lot of different oh. formats. Okay, so, so from the idea of... I can start uh, creating my my list, my memoirs, my you know my how-to book. From there to someone actually paying for it, um, what it, what is involved with that? I mean, there, there's there are a lot of outlets and mediums these days, but isn't there a lot of competition for knowledge out there as well? And how do you how do you weed through that? Well, the, uh, you hope there's competition. If nobody else is doing what you want to do when you do a little bit of research, which is really, really easy today because you can Google it, right? When I started, you know, 189 years ago, I look pretty good, by the way, for 189. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we actually had to go, like, to a library and get what was called the SRDS, which was the Standard Rate and Data Service. But if you Google something today and you can't really find a lot of websites that are selling the thing, then don't be the pioneer, right? If other people are already doing it, that means there's a market there. That's actually good news. You know, every every industry in the world has competition. The question is, how do you distinguish yourself? How do you set yourself apart a little bit? And part of how you set yourself apart is the, is picking who you want to market to. It's niching the thing maybe into a specific area or group. And if you can do that, if you can say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this specifically for attorneys, specifically for dog groomers. This is going to be something specifically for 
um, you know, plumbers because that's what I did for 50 years. Because you are one, you understand their language, you understand how they think, you understand how they do things, there's the integration for you and the ability for you to now reach them is so much easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Through, through the Internet, the world of podcasting, the world of uh, online, uh, online media, is that, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, online as well as offline. Um, okay. You know, my guess is there's probably an association for plumbers. You know, there, there are all sorts of entrepreneurial meetup groups. Uh, women's groups, um, you know, associations. There are magazines, journals that people read. Um, you name it, online or offline. You know, if you, so here's a great example. I have a, a client that I'm working with to help her build a new website, and she's just written a, a book, and so we're, we're changing her site, and she's she's all torn up right now about, you know, which cover. So she asked eight people, and she got a split four and four. <laughs> I said, go put it up on Facebook. Go put the photo up on Facebook of both of them and see what people say. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you have a question about will people buy this or do people have an interest in this, it's a great way to do sort of an informal survey that costs you a little bit of time is to, you know, go see what people think. There are lots of forums and in places like discussion groups and, and networking organizations where you can do that and get some great feedback on things before you go out and spend a lot of money um, or invest a lot of money into, you know, how do I get this thing started? It's so easy in today's world. Um, and the great thing about doing and turning this information that you have in your head into profits or into products is that it is easy. There's no overhead. You could in our digital world now, everything can be delivered online. You don't even have to, to print a book or a CD or any of that stuff, which makes it even a better business than it was, you know, when I got involved in this 17 years ago. We sent what I call, what what we lovingly called the BOC, which was the box of stuff. Right. I know that's an S, but you can figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. It's great input. Um, you know, there's a lot of our listeners that are that are – you know, maybe they're just getting involved with technology and they don't quite know where to start with some of this stuff, and that's where you come in. So tell us, uh, what's the most important lesson you could share with us about growing a business? You know, there are two things that I would tell you. One is is you want to you use leverage from the very beginning. So don't think about this as, you know, oh, I'm just going to do this little thing and I'm going to do it all myself, right? Because now what's happened is you own – now you bought a job instead of buying – instead of owning a business. So think about what are the ways that I can leverage this with, with help with other people, with technology. And I will tell you, Bill, I am not the techno person. I mean, I am far from somebody who is going to put up a website or do any of those things on my own. I just have people who do those things. I can't even get in to send an email to somebody um, if I'm sending it to my list. Now, I can send you an email. I can, I, I can do that. Um, but I'm not the technical person. So there, I leverage with other people's skills because mm-hmm. I'm only really good in my business at three or four things, and I want to be working on those three or four things while people who are good at other things work on those things because now everybody's happy. So the the first thing would be leverage. The second thing that I would say is – don't fall in love with your product. 
because the product is not the most important thing. And I'll, I'll give you the perfect example of this, and I use this one a lot, right? Does McDonald's make the best hamburgers? Mm-hmm. No. Nah, not even close, right? That's the product. Why do people go then? Well, they go because they're hungry. So what's more important than the product is that you find a hungry crowd. Because McDonald's doesn't make the best burger, right? You don't have to have the best product. If people love what you do, if people are hungry for what you have, they will come. But if you mm-hmm. fall in love with your product to the point that you say, oh, my gosh, this is the thing, and you're not willing to change or flex because you love it and you think everyone else should too, see, because here's the key. We want to give people what we think they need. People will buy and invest in things they want. Great point. Big great difference. point. Yeah, very big difference, and it, you, that's a great illustration. Um, that uh, so uh, so leverage from the start and don't fall in love with your product. Great advice. Um, and how do people get in touch with you to learn more about complete marketing systems, Diane? Yeah, you know the easiest way is um, just go to the website, which is completemarketingsystems.com. Um, that's the easiest way to find me, and that's the easiest way to, to get me. All of my contact information is there. Or if you're if, if you're an anomaly and still know how to use the phone, um, <laughs> the phone number I have an eight I have a toll free number, and that number is eight six six two nine three zero five eight nine. Again, eight six six two nine three zero five eight nine, or simply go to completemarketingsystems.com. And, uh, is that the about us is, is that the thing with the buttons on it with the numbers? I, I I'm not sure what you're talking about there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you, you know, I'm I'm hearing from people that that the phone is the new fax machine. You know, it's it was. Remember when uh, the fax machine came out and everybody used it, and then people stopped using it, and now they're starting to use it again because nobody uses it again. Well, the phones become like that as well. Just human communication is, uh, gets you gets you a lot of places. It gets you a lot of places, and if if people will uh, um, will remember that and pick up the phone once in a while, you will be amazed at the response that you get. So now you have some kind of uh, information available for our listeners at completemarketingsystems.com if they come there to learn more about you and and what you have available, right? Yeah, I sure do. There's a free CD there, and it's entitled The Nine Key Building Blocks to Start, Build, and Grow um, Your Info Business. And so if you are somebody who wants to learn how to take that knowledge that you have and turn it into a money-making kind of thing, or you own a business right now that doesn't have an informational component, um, even if you never make any money with an informational product, if you own a sandwich shop, you should be giving people some nutritional information and, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's a it's a free CD. It goes over sort of the nine things that you need to know to start, build, and grow. And and um, I'd be happy to uh, not only have you guys have that, but to actually send that CD out to you. Terrific. And knowledge is power. We all know that. And and the, the correctly applied knowledge. You know, we can we can guess at which platforms to use out there. But why would we do that when we have resources like Diane Conklin from Complete Marketing Systems where we can really have a conversation, discuss it, 
um, and and have an impactful marketing program to get the right message to the right consumers so that we are able to enhance our businesses. So, Diane, thanks so much for joining. It's been very interesting, and I really enjoyed our conversation, and I look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Bill, and I look forward to uh, talking to you again real soon. All right. Thanks very much. We're going to be right back after this quick break, so please stay with us. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. 